Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Alright kids, let's go. It's two o'clock. Yeah. It's two it's just post two. Let's uh let's get going. Welcome everybody. Stormwatch two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Right. Storm hits the Southland. Uh yeah, we're in post Stormwatch, aren't we? Yeah. Did everybody survive the rain? Everybody doing okay? Well, yeah. I'm in a constant state of storm watch <laughs> at all times. <laughs> really? Yeah. All day. I wake up in the morning, get in the shower, storm watch. Wow. In wow. the shower. Yeah. Andy loves the rain though. I Hate it. I, 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 even though I think that seasonal depression thing might be not a thing. You don't think th- that's a thing? Well, no, I, I totally think I have it. Andy's oh. convinced me it's not a thing. No, no, I think <laughs> because it's a he, thing. Because he likes to visit New York a lot, and that's why he wants me to think that I don't have this. Therefore, I'll be not a crazy person. Yeah, but he also doesn't think the moon landings happen. <laughs> it's true. Well, hey, that's just a fact, no, Rob. So no, no, I, yeah, right. I mean, no debate about that. First, first of all, <laughs> I don't even have a signal on my cell phone in this room. You mean to tell me they could broadcast from the moon in 1969? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no. It was well, so funny. It was oh, so funny. Fact, start. This is so <laughs> not meant to be Facts. one of the topics today. Oh, there was definitely we're just, out- just going to take over. There was definitely an, out- all day. an outpouring of concern <laughs> last night because of the rains. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Reek. Reek. Pouring of. Oh, I'll get it. It's Jason's agent getting him. Uh-oh. He's not here. And I'm telling you, it was raining so much last night. Russell Crowe was cutting cubits of wood in my courtyard. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Why was he just hanging out in a courtyard? Oh, I missed the it's bit. It's a nice courtyard. I missed nice the bit. Courtyard. I don't know what to say. I live at the Marriott Courtyard now. So. <laughs> oh boy, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's first of all, let's welcome the new monkeys in the room. It's oh. the comedy couple themselves, everybody, right. Andy and Rhoda. Yeah. Hi. Uh, their own podcast, uh, which you can find on iHeart and uh, iTunes yes. and All the Eyes. Yes. And what's all the things. website? Thecomedycouple.com. Uh, the, oh, well, it was yeah, that March. easy. Super, super yeah. easy. Nice yeah. and easy. That's right. Uh, and uh, you guys are funny and great, and thank oh, you for thank hanging you. here. You oh. are too, Larry. Okay. Now let's... Stop talking about me. Uh, but welcome, and uh, I, I'm glad you guys are here. We talk about, you know, pretty much everything that's on our mind, and the first thing that's on my mind right now is, is well, do you want to, did you do a rain bit while I was answering the automated phone over there? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Who was it, by the way? It Who was, was uh, hello, my name is Guy. You currently, uh, I represent a group of real estate attorneys, oh. and you are currently owner of a click. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, they weren't trying to, to get you to uh, let them have access to your PC so they because you have a virus in it. 
Oh, I haven't gotten that one. Oh, you haven't one. gotten that one? No, what's that? Oh, no. The telemarketer calls up and goes, yes, hello, my name is John <laughs> Smith, and we have detected a virus in your PC, so we need to have take control. Could you please? So they call you on the phone and think you're going to fall for that? Yes, and it's, it's always a, like a local uh, area code. But it's yeah, really coming do, from Bangladesh. They do, they or do something. your yeah. city now, mm-hmm. no, and so I, that's what makes me even angrier. But I'm still—I'm a nice girl, so I'm still kind of nice. <laughs> but Andy loses it on telemarketers. Like, like it's scary. Like I sometimes have to leave the room really? <laughs> because he gets so angry. No. Oh, okay. Let, hold, hold on. Before you go forward, I, let's recreate that. Rob, can you be the telemarketer? Yes. Can you be Paul calling from who knows where? Okay. okay. Give, give me a, a ringing sound. Ring, effect. ring. Every, uh, uh, <laughs> And then Andy has what? to pick no, no, up. No, 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 no Matt, no, you are the, you are the sound okay. effects. And then Andy right. has to pick up. Okay, everybody, and, and Rhoda, then you need to respond in the background as you would if you guys okay. were at home. Okay. Are you right? Okay, right, and ring, ring. Hello. Yes, hello, sir. My name is John Smith, and uh, I am calling because we have detected a virus in your PC, I, uh, and uh, I need to have access so that I can help you. I am calling from Microsoft with two Fs. Your name is. Just to, just to recap what just came out of your mouth, <laughs> if it is a human mouth, John Smith is your name. Yes, Andy, my Andy name just, is actually John no, no. Smith. No, I'm not going to hang up. I want to hear, hear what he has to say. <laughs> I, we have detected a virus in your PC, sir. And did I mention I am calling from Microsoft and I am going to need access to your computer to fix it? Andy, why are you listening so no, long? No, just I, hang I just, up the phone. Just hang up. Sir, this is very important that your PC has been compromised, and I will need your social security number and password so that I make it, and this is from a Microsoft call. Yeah, okay. Uh, my uh, social security number. Do you, do you have a, a phone? Do you have a phone that you could you could type this in? Uh, one second, sir. Okay. Uh, yes, I am ready. I have a phone now. Okay. Eight. Beep. No, no, I'm sorry. Five. Beep. Five. Zero. Beep. Zero. Beep. Zero. I'm and, trying to uh, I'm and trying and to make on. it spell Just boobs <laughs> so when he turns it over it spells boobs. That's really going to stick it to him. What is it? Is it 5 It's 58008. Okay, pause pause the scene. I am sorry, pause sir. Pause the pause the scene. You Rhoda, know what? Is this his no. version of going off? This no, listen. Is, he's full my, of it. I'm no, I'm trying to be polite to you guys. I'm trying to be polite to you guys because this right now crazy. even though I know this is fake, I'm getting anxiety <laughs> and filled with rage. Yeah. I am no, sorry. to punch Rob. We are not allowed we are not allowed to look at boobs in our in our country. <laughs> I, I, I mean Newark, New Jersey. No, they I all, hate no, I hate John Smith. No, they right all now. they all start with Okay, um listen, you you guys call me every day. No. Every okay. day like no 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 stop stop stop. They, every day. Like do you wanna no and second of all, you're not in Beverly Hills. Why are you calling from? Obviously no. Is that a Beverly Hills accent I'm detecting? No, it's not because no, no, Rhoda, stop. Stop. And I'm like, don't tell him my name. Don't don't, don't get me involved. I got a call he, yesterday. He goes, he goes on for like fifteen minutes and it's usually I've paused the office because that's I just watch the office on repeat. It's like my favorite show. That's good. That's all yeah, you're doing is watching doing. the office. And so I'm more PO that I'm having to pause something that I could literally press play to at any time because I feel like just hang up on because I just do the click yeah. thing. No, I pretty much say please take me off your list and 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 hang up. Yeah. I, I'm I'm I don't have the patience for that. I investigate. I like <laughs> I gotta I gotta call yesterday. I have the voicemail. I won't subject you to it because it's infuriating. <laughs> but it's somebody saying um, it's a it's a it says Andrew Harris. 
I'm calling from so and so and so, you know, and it, so it's a real person saying the message, but the name, but your is computerized. Name is computerized, and they say I'm uh, I'm being subpoenaed for a uh, some sort of court case uh, for fraud, fraudulent activity oh, yeah. at, attached to my social security number. Yeah. So after I listened to the, and they said, please call our attorneys at so and so, otherwise we're going to send this subpoena to your place of business, right? So they're threatening to humiliate me on the job. <laughs> and so as soon as I delete, well, no, I didn't delete the message. I saved it. Yeah. I went online and I typed in the number and like went to these message boards to find other people who had been through the same oh, ordeal. I do that too. I do that too. Absolutely. I absolutely do that too. You put, I do. Oh, okay. No, sorry. You put That's in right. the phone number and it'll say, yeah, this guy called me at 3 a.m. I got a call seven times today. They're trying to sell this and yeah. they're from but, Lexington, but Kentucky. So What's so weird is I, hey, Rhoda, try, I try to stay positive. Andy, put the microphone in front of her face. And you stop being so loud. Sorry. Right. I try to be positive, and so I don't. I don't get. It. I don't get why he still has the damn voicemail on his phone, like so that he can recreate the the, the well, I, how this, annoyed he's. This like, is a you revelation to, to me because <laughs> Andy seems like a relatively calm human he being. Is. I'm sorry. What universe do you live in? <laughs> no. I, I just haven't apparently experienced what you guys have. And Rob, I did. You you're investigating where these are coming from, and you want to you want to join in with the other people kvetching, kvet, no, kvetching no. about them. No, I don't. I don't add anything to the message boards. It's just sometimes if I see a weird number on caller ID, I do not answer it. But then I'll type it in. Uh, to the computer because gotcha. there are websites of 1-800 numbers and scam numbers. I'm getting the IRS ones. Have you gotten the IRS ones yet on your on your cell phone? Mm, maybe. maybe. It, it's it's literally. <laughs> we are calling from the IRS. Nope, yep. You are being yep. sued. Yep. Please call this number that's, back immediately. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking. It's, yeah, it's the legal action stuff that that really. It does make your heart race a little bit at first going, I mean, emails, it happens all the time, too. It's like contact immediately. Yeah. Uh, and also this, and we'll move on to real stuff that we're meant to talk <laughs> about. Uh, the emails I get saying, your order f f through Amazon.com yeah, has yeah, gone yeah. through. And it's, it's, it's easy enough to also to click on their email, which usually shows up in my Yahoo mail as, you know, Amazon.com, you mm -hmm. know, or, or uh, customer service or something, but if you click on it to see what the actual email address Forest. is, yeah. <laughs> well, right. it says it's John R at so and so website. Yeah. It's it's yeah. yeah. It's, and these people aren't preying on us in this room that are going to see through all that yeah. stuff. They prey on people like my mom. Love you, mom. But my mom <laughs> buys into all that stuff. She'll call me and be like, "I just got an email that says I want a million dollars. I just have to give them my checking account." And I'm just oh, like, it's no. Nebraska. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mom, that like, would that would never happen to my mom because she still is terrified that anytime you buy anything on the internet that they're just going to steal your identity so she will literally go two hours away to buy something at the like this little <laughs> dvd shop this obscure place in new orleans so that she can find it so that she won't go online or she calls me and she goes hey bird listen um i know you shop online there's this great thing i'm like and i'm like you want my identity yeah, exactly. I'm like, why is it okay for yeah. Maya? and she's like no but yours has already probably been stolen your, so i mean you're good is your mom also the lady who waits until all her groceries are checked before she pulls out her checkbook to start writing <laughs> she still oh, does write mom. checks yeah, sure. yeah my yeah. mom writes checks i know yeah. That's but, so but, weird. but waits until everything's oh, yeah. in the in, on oh, yeah. you know checked yeah. out until she actually takes it out of the purse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm in my head 
no matter what age they are. Or And sometimes it's even just at the Starbucks where somebody orders, stands, 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 and they go, oh, oh, right, right. And they're fumbling through. It's like, you knew you were going to have to pay for this, right? But you know right? what's so weird? Whenever I see somebody pull out a checkbook, I feel like... I'm in a time warp, like I'm in 1993, because right. I didn't know anybody still used checks. And now whenever I see somebody use a check, I just figure they don't have money. Like, that's what I think. I think, like, they're, they're trying to buy a few Scale. days. Hold on to this to until get I get paid. Some, yeah, because I'm like, why don't you have money? Why can't you walk to the money box, the little ATM over there, and get money out of your account? What, what's the trust in the paper? My son, the, you know? my son had to ask me, how does... How do those work? How do checks work? I mean, he yeah. he has a bank account. He has an ATM card. He pays. He gets. He gets paid. He has a job. <laughs> and he asked me, "How do? What do you put on it?" <laughs> I was like, "That's right. Nobody's." I got taught how to write a check in junior high school. I'm yeah, that it was like, old. It was, exactly. No, but it was business class. Yeah, there was a class, class for that. Yeah, yeah it was like was business like, class. Yeah. Yeah. We're all so old. They were yeah. like, no, oh, it's business. And, you had to, and they showed you how to write out $125 and yeah. a fraction 100 cents. I mean, yeah, with little X's. Incur- little X's. You know, you had to write out the words. Yeah, the line yeah. all the way from the... Yeah, you had <laughs> to sign it. You had to make the date. You, know, you had a little memo if you wanted to put something there. And yeah. he literally has no idea how that quote works what? 69 cents <laughs> slash out of 100 yeah. mm-hmm. all right let's welcome the rest of the group matt johnson actor yes. writer Here. producer present thank you um Hi. your thank you. present tell uh, <laughs> let's let's right up front mention oh, yeah. your show at the improv oh yeah great great show next week i'm directing a storytelling show at the hollywood improv on wednesday december 17th all of it uh, benefits midnight mission here in los angeles a great organization that uh that helps homelessness and amazing lineup hosted by steve Byrne. Uh, Brian Callen, Deborah D. Gianvino, um, Adam Ray, Roy Wood Jr., uh, Christella Alonzo, the star of that new show, uh, Christella, Christella on ABC. Right. Um, we got some special uh, surprise guests I can't mention yet, but come down, you'll be impressed. And uh, over here, I got the uh, Iceman uh, playing a little jazz trio that night. Mighty Mighty Mistletones are going to yes. come out yes. and rip up the night with some jazz. So come on out. Really great night. Very cool. And, uh, where can people go? To, go to, yeah. to Facebook.com slash It Was Storytelling. Facebook.com slash It Was Storytelling for all the show info. And, you know, I can give a little uh, discount code to the three people that listen to this podcast. Oh, you know, so yeah, it's Rhoda's mom. Exactly. She's not going to buy the tickets if online. She, uh, no, she but, can't. No, of course she'll not. Never but make she'll it call there. you to buy yeah. the ticket that she can't come to. There's, I feel like it's funny. I feel like it's a funny guy. And then and the third listener is going to be uh, the real John Smith. Why are they talking? about me this way. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you want a discount code, go buy your tickets and use the discount code YARNS, like YARNS, like, you know, Yuletide YARNS, Y-A-R-N-S, and you'll get half off. I right. love the way Matt, Matt used Yuletide YARNS, like that was going to explain yeah, to me what, what, what YARNS was. was. As a, as a, I was like, what the hell are you? Well, I started to do, like, I started yarns, to do the Matt. international <laughs> sign for like knitting, and I was knitting. like, well, that makes no sense either. Know, huh? And people are going to be listening like, that guy sounds like he's doing the knitting motion with <laughs> yeah. his hands. Oh, he means yarns. And, yeah. He's just doing yeah. the knitting and, But then you'd have to say, but the plural version of that or know, the see? verb of it, yeah. I guess. I yeah. don't know. My mom's calling me right now going, I know when you apply yarns. <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, what have you been watching? What are you loving? What's uh, the thing that's on your mind? I've been busy with a lot of holiday stuff, but you know, I was really happy to hear this week that uh, Pope Francis let everybody know that animals do go to heaven. Yes. So all of mm. you that will be uh, missing your pets, uh, they'll all be with us in heaven one day. Uh, the Pope said so. So yeah. I'm yeah. really happy about that. Yeah, he signed off on all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> Literally. Which uh, <laughs> apparently uh, there's an uptick in the rental for that movie now because uh, oh. th- those... <laughs> no, I love that movie. And every time a friend who has a dog that dies... 
I will, like a close friend, because I don't do this for everyone because I would just be weird. I send them a copy of it for their kids because it's like a, a way to like make them feel good. And now the Pope's saved me a ton of money. I don't have to do that anymore. Well, I can just send the link of like the, the, Pope's the Pope thing. Just send like the Pope's, just, just retweet the Pope's like yeah, tweet exactly. about it. So there's an uptick in sales. So that means like Don Bluth is like, tonight yeah. we dine like kings. <laughs> Lobster for everyone. Going to Dan Tanis tonight. Don Bluth. Right now, there's a dog lifting its leg on the pearly gate. And that's, oh, it's okay. It's got a soul. It's all right. Staining Uh, the carpet. No, no, it's okay. It's got a soul. Rob the Iceman Eisenberg, how are you, Uh, sir? I, I am fine. The rains last night kept me awake. They were very loud. Very loud. Yeah. Did you already do your uh, Russell Crowe bit? I did. Uh, that was, <laughs> when, was that when I missed it? When I was on, I was yeah. on the phone? You missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. It's okay. That's okay. I yeah, got we, it live a little to, while We don't ago. need to do it again. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anything you're watching, seeing, uh, excited about? Did you had, catch any movies this week? Uh, did not get a chance to see any films this week, no. Um, All right. Let's continue to talk about telemarketers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. John Smith. And, and the Pope. Yeah. I uh, but, uh, wait, I, I will say, though, and I, I, this this is a callback to the, I think, the first Snark Monkey we did. There was a really awesome Flash Arrow crossover episode uh, last week, which was quite good. The buzz on the Flash is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm, I hear more and more people. Uh, Andy Rota, you guys watch that? The no. Flash? No. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Have We're you... too busy watching The Office and yelling at telemarketers. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> have you watched all of The Office and this is just rewatching The Office, Rota? Oh, my God. I have all it. the DVDs. Okay. Pro- we've probably seen every episode, like, what, 15 our, times? Yeah, we've, we've rewatched it probably. It's the go-to it's show so for no, you. No, Seinfeld, Seinfeld on the, the Office. All right. Or yeah. two. Yeah. What, not, not SVU? No, <laughs> Arrested Development is in the rotation, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. All right. I am yeah. actually catching up on the thing that I'm mildly obsessed with now, and this uh, also goes back a bit. But I, uh, my wife and I started watching The Wire because everybody said you have to watch The Wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we started watching The Wire, and and Charlotte, she will admit she just lost interest. There's just a lot of Is characters. Because I, 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 like three months ago, we almost got into it because whenever you ask people what's something you can go back and watch, they say that. But then I'm like, oh, God. It, here's the thing. Re-releasing in HD. Are you watching it in HD? I am, yeah. I mean, okay. It's actually on Amazon in yeah, HD. Yeah, on Amazon in because HD. Because yeah. we used to get the, we got the, uh, and this doesn't bother Charlotte at all, but it they would come on the DVDs. We did it through Netflix because for a long time it wasn't available mm-hmm. anywhere except HBO Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And HBO Go was not working on my motherfucking Roku. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, there, that's I turned into an Andy and I would start <laughs> screaming at it. I like how I like how now I'm a character, like I'm a yeah. type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, and that's the that's the reference from now on for. Uh, yeah. I uh, pulled an Andy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, like I'm just so filled with like rage. It's, just, it's only that. I so mean, I he's, would, he's pretty easy going with everything else. So I would sit there and it would start, and I would go, "Oh God, this holy!" And she's like, "What?" So like, oh, it's not, they, apparently these seasons aren't in HD yet, and I don't know if they switched over to HD at some point, but yes, they are on Amazon Prime in HD, and it, I, I'll tell you this. It takes a little while. This is not an action-packed show. This is mm-hmm. not a Breaking Bad. It doesn't have... Uh, it feels like not a lot happens. Mm-hmm. It is this kind of very meticulous uh, plot line every season. But in a way, you feel like you're really experiencing real police work. And in that way, it's fascinating. And everybody in it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, if, I think it's one of those, if you have the patience and you stick with it, you really it's very satisfying. Really satisfying. I think we would probably hate it. Mm. Well, I started no, to watch only it. Because, <laughs> only because the way that you described it, Andy and I usually give a film, like, what, 15 minutes? 
And then we look at each other and we're like, nothing's happening. No, no, yeah. not, not nothing. Does anything happen? Should oh, we yeah. give it a chance? And we're Do like, you no, walk to hell out of with theaters? it. No. no. Yeah, because so no, once you pay, no. once you pay, it's hard. Yeah. I just go to another movie. If I'm in yeah. the theater and it's yeah. a stink. That's just, a good question. You can't do Let's that, table but... that question. What's the? Is there a movie you've ever walked out on? Think yes. about that for a second. But I will follow up and say though I I do believe The Wire does deserve the credit it's gotten. I I'm I just finished the third season and I kind of I I, I had that. It's that little moment where certain things happen and if you stay with the storyline and toward the end of the third season and I'm sitting there pumping my fist going yeah. I mean, it's just you yeah. get so wrapped up in characters because it takes it time. It's, it's time. like I wish your wife was here to hear <laughs> she loves it because sometimes <laughs> me and Andy start on the same track, like True Detective, that everybody thinks is like end all be all fantastic. Where it and yeah. oh my god, and I was like, for the love of Christ, can we great. can we can something happen? I, and I, I only watch because I'm from I'm Louisiana. Way. Yeah, I watched and the first so, episode. And I was like, yeah. can anything happen in this show? No, because I'm from oh, there. I'm, I love True Detective. I, I'm from yeah, near. I'm me from too. near that area. So the only reason I stayed watching was to see if I recognized streets. Which every street in Louisiana looks the same. So I, was like, like, oh, I think that's I, a street. That is I the think only that's reason. A street. That's the only reason why I still watch Modern Family, just to say, oh, that's Ventura Boulevard. That's the only yes. reason. Right. <laughs> and in True Detective, now granted, I love McConaughey. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, some stuff happened. So Andy's some vindication. Andy's vindication is like the last episode was amazing. Did you see how amazing? And I'm like, but I suffered through an entire season of this. I'm not suffering through anything that long for like the best. Who cares? Well, Why didn't you, you be the best the entire time? <laughs> I like, found you know? I found every moment of that compelling, completely. Yeah. Yeah, I really did. Me too. There was really so did. many long silences to us, like for the love. Of I know, but uh, but but you know what? It's what's happening in the silence. That's right. Oh, that's Here's your problem. Man. <laughs> this is what your problem is. You just can't understand the nuances. Okay, shut up. Of silence oh God, and it. nothingness. Because I would imagine, Mr. McConaughey, that. That nothingness is somethingness. You know, sometimes I lie awake in bed. And by bed, I mean on an empty room floor (laughs) with eyes filled with tears, a heart filled with nothing. And I, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> That's all right. I think we, we all understand. In the backseat of your Lincoln. That's right. I think, did I? Wait, it's raining outside. I just washed my Lincoln. <laughs> um, so, so that's the question. What's the last movie you walked out on? Because I have never been one to not at least give most movies a chance. Um, and I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm racking my brain. Has anybody, Matt? You're a movie yeah. lover. I love movies, and you and usually would... pick movies you know you're going to like. I, I think yeah. you and I are like. I'm, that I'm way. judicious about when I go spend my money, and I'll, I'll, I'll walk out of you know screenings more than I would something I paid for. Mm. Um, but oh, I that think, reminds me of one I did walk out. Yeah. of. go ahead. I did walk, and I'm really ashamed to say it because I, I ended up loving this movie. But I walked out of Tree of Life when I first saw it. I thought mm. it was just weird and over the top, and I, whatever mood I was in that night, I was just not right for <laughs> you it. You did the right thing. Then, then <laughs> I watched it. Again. Again. Right choice, Matt. Yeah. Then I got like Ugh. a screener and I watched it again like one night when I was like sad at home and it was like midnight and I was like crying like I get it now I get the meaning of life he just wants to get along with his dad no. you know but I, yeah, I got it then but that particular night I was just like I want to go get a drink I don't want to sit here at the arc light you, know? you do have to be in a very particular mood to, to be able to I, do that we saw that at the arc light and I almost 
went fake like I had like the shits so that I could get out of it. Or and then I thought I'm gonna act like I have diarrhea, but I'm gonna go get drunk in the bar by myself. Like that's what I was gonna go do. And then I thought I'm gonna come back. Andy's gonna smell vodka. My brother's gonna be this whole what, thing. What what would have been the problem saying, Andy, I hate this. I'll meet you in the because bar later. Because I never know if he likes something. Andy I know I couldn't was get on drunk. the phone with a telemarketer at the time. He's arguing. But I never can tell if he likes something or not. Like we almost walked out of. Ugh. Everybody's going to hate us for this, but the theory of everything, we almost walked out on. Oh, this is recently? Yeah. The, the Stephen the, Hawking film. Stephen Hawking, film. Yeah. It's getting high, uh, high marks. From well, who? Not, not from us. Pretentious idiots. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Here we go. You don't understand, like, first of all, it was a huge misunderstanding that we went to it because he thought I wanted to see it because every time the, the preview came on, I said, that preview always makes me cry. And he, so he thought that I like to cry. And so I wanted to see it. He thought that was like some indication. Yeah. So we're on our way and he goes, let's go see a film. And I said, okay. And he said, how about theory of everything? And he said, or wild. And I said, oh, wild. And he said, you're probably going to get that as a screener. And I said, oh, okay. And I thought, you know, I can see films and still get screeners. It doesn't matter. And then You're probably going to get both of them as a screener. I know. Easily. I know. Way to go, Andy. I know. I exactly. Thought it was what, I thought it was what she wanted. He thought it's what I wanted. So I'm, and so I thought, okay, shot mine down. So I guess we're going to see his. So the first part of the movie. <laughs> I did not want to see that the movie. The first part of the movie, I'm sitting there bitter and resentful thinking like, this idiot wants to see this garbage? I mean, it's terrible. And I never followed Stephen Hawking so I didn't realize spoiler oh, he's that he's, he's a he's a <laughs> jackass who cheated while he was crippled on his wife who had been wiping his ass for years wow. I didn't know this okay so I watched it's true yes Rob you're looking at me like you didn't know that do they actually show the ass wiping? No. Oh, is that Thank what God you're concerned about? It's all, it's all left up to the imagination. I even whenever oh. we whenever we left out because spoiler the the wife you know yeah. gets it on with her nurse after the fact after Stephen Hawking leaves her but he left her like in one of his little bleeblor messages so <laughs> it you know how stuff gets lost in the translation of text oh, obviously oh, oh. it got lost between the translation of me and the film because he said he was going to America with his nurse so I thought oh my god it's like a mercy kill he's mercy killing his marriage so that his wife can go find someone with legs and it's this whole thing like you know because she can't travel with the kids and everything and then she goes off with the the hurdy dirty the uh, irish we call him hurdy dirty because that's how he talks this hot irish guy from boardwalk empire and so so hot he's not he's not so hot women think he's hot so i'm supposed to think he's hot and so they go off and i think god she is how is like, this explanation longer than wow. how long you actually stayed no. for the film <laughs> we stayed through the whole thing and i'm leaving out and i'm telling him i was like god poor stephen hawking he he gave up his marriage and and, and andy goes poor stephen hawking he was screwing his nurse that's why she left to go and be with the other guy and i was like what and he goes that's what the message was about i was like I did not get any of this. <laughs> I, I thought it was a love story. I was like, why didn't you tell me it was a cheating piece of crap? I wouldn't have gone, gone see this. I thought there's a magnificent love story. Well, that's how they're, that's how they're promoting it, yeah. for sure. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it is not. It is. You, no, guys, no, 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 no. you guys, it's not. It is it's not. It's the Oscar bait that always no. comes out this time of year. It's the King's uh, Speech. It's uh, uh, Iris. Remember that movie that came out with, uh, uh, what's her name? Not Joan Crawford. Um, Iris. The, 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 the famous actress. The, the, the Q. No. 
M and the James Bond movies, Judy Dench. Uh, Philomena? Yes, Philomena. <laughs> and, but there was Iris a few years before that. But there's always, at this time of year, there's the British Prestige picture. Yeah. Sure. That always gets yeah. the uh, See, I thought that was the imitation game when I saw it. I yeah. thought that was the King's speech, well, and now the there's one. two of them. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. The Those are the one. ones I definitely wait for on screener. This is the yeah. time of year when I start to realize... Mm-hmm. I'll pay for Big Hero 6 because I'll get screeners of, mm-hmm. like, the other right. ones. Yeah. Right. Oh, and don't count out uh, Horrible Bosses, too, for some Oscar nominations. Oh, yes, wow. For sure. What, what movie have you walked out on? The only movie that I can ever remember walking out on was The Adventures of Ford Fairlane starring Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, wow. Well, well deserved, I would imagine. Yeah, I made it through about halfway, and then there's a scene where it, uh, Lauren Holly, who at that time was, was hot and working, um, <laughs> wow, uh, Lauren uh, Holly. I, I haven't thought of her in forever. She yeah. used to be beautiful. Neither has her. Agent. I mean, I'm sure she's totally beautiful. Um, so, <laughs> so Andrew Dice Clay sticks a, a, a appetizer in his mouth, doesn't like it, so he grabs his assistant, played by Lauren Holly, French kisses her, shoves the uh, appetizer uh. into her mouth, forces her to swallow it, and that's that's when I left. That's when I left because yeah. I just couldn't take it anymore. I walked out. You mentioned screen uh, screenings. Yeah. I was for a while um, doing movie reviews, and I was on a couple of lists. I and I like David Lynch. I'm a big David Lynch fan. But you can pretty much bet one out of every three movies is one that's like, woo, <laughs> and I am out. And uh, I I love his stuff. Inland Empire. Anybody remember no, that? I one? heard it was hard to get through. I oh my god! And I'm in it, it, and Laura Dern's in it, and I want to say um, Jeremy Irons, uh, and it kind of had this inside Hollywood kind of feel to it. And they're shooting this movie. It is incomprehensible. It was also shot in 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 high def video, which at the time was nowhere near high def as it is now. It looked like you were watching a homemade movie. It looked like they were making it up as they went. It was, <laughs> I mean, for David Lynch, even if David Lynch had watched his own movie that day, he would have gone, wow, this is weirdly fucked up. Right. This is, so I could not handle it. And it was yeah. also, I knew that it was going to be almost three hours. Okay. And I was about two minutes, two yeah. hours and ten minutes oh. in, and I'm like, "Do you ever, whenever that's the thing for me? I don't even like to know." Andy does that as if he hates me. He tells me how long <laughs> a movie is before we go into it, and I'm so like, I say that I'm ADD, but really I'm not like diagnosed or anything. You know, I'm like everyone who says they. I just think I'm like the world who like if something, it, it could all be wrapped up in. Everything can be wrapped up in a few minutes, you know? And so whenever... <laughs> like it, like uh, as long as an uh, office episode, maybe. <laughs> like, like, like this whole like dis- racism thing could yeah. be... Uh, yeah. I, like like descriptions minutes. of Just give me this. a few minutes, I can handle it. Yeah, the descriptions of, of the movies. Stephen Hawking movie. Yeah, yeah but you know? no, oh, shut up. But no, but if something's longer than two hours, he knows that I'm going to lose interest. So he tells me before, he's like, you know, it's two hours and 30 minutes. I'm like, why did you even tell me that? Because if it would have no. been good enough, maybe I would have known. But even if it's good, you know, and I you know guys have wrong. an interesting relationship. I want to, I want to make a comment right off the bat. Is that obviously there is an effort on Andy's part to be thoughtful, mm-hmm. except that he's always wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So his efforts only <laughs> underline the fact that he really doesn't have any insight into you, Rhoda, at all. No. So it's obviously, all just throwing, I'm always, throwing stuff to see what sticks. Yeah, okay. He always tries to be thoughtful, and it's usually. Last night, it's usually last night, never worked. It let, always goes the wrong way. Last night we had Delivery Man with Vince Vaughn. That was one of our options, our Netflix DVDs that I came know. in. And that, th- this is what I said. Okay, we got uh, Delivery Man, hour and 44 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no we've description, got, we've got none la- of the stars. We've got Labor Day, Kate Winslet, hour and 58 minutes. 
I was like, oh god. But Andy, do you ever actually fudge the time? Because like, you're yeah. there, there. Yeah, see, <laughs> this I, episode of, go here. Yeah. I'm that with my gal because I'll be like really wanting to see a movie, and like yeah. she'll suggest something. I'll be like, oh, that's two hours and forty eight minutes. No, I was like, I was like, listen, <laughs> this episode of True De- Detective is only thirteen minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so we all have significant others. How, Matt? How do you adjust what you guys pick to watch or go see based upon what you know your your current partner? is into we try and have trade-offs so like if i'm gonna if i pick fury i know i'm gonna have to go see into the woods All it's right. just one of those things of like trade-off <laughs> so it's trade-off. one for you one for me yeah tra- yeah trade-off movies but you know the the kind of oscar bait movies we kind of usually tend to agree on let's go have like the arty kind of night oh okay mm-hmm. so you guys get, can decide together yeah, but but it's together. but it's one for you one for me yeah but then it's like you know it's pr- particularly in like summertime when it's like so many big movies it's like i can pick a guy movie and then she can pick like we'll go see like the romantic comedy yeah all right rob do you guys go through the same thing you and cindy Uh, you know not not that much i mean same uh, taste basically uh, yeah sort of uh she doesn't really go for the superhero stuff i'll usually go see that on my own but as far as the dvd i'm sorry the dvr is concerned uh if if the voice is on that takes precedent over brooklyn 99 (laughs) or anything else and so and that's uh, her choice is what you're saying yes i just i just say uh, sure honey let's watch the two hour 17th wild card live finale <laughs> um, possible vote off not vote off save wild card episode sure no, yeah it's, right. it's like jc pennies who's always having that big sale mm-hmm. or something the, the second shirt's a penny yeah they've like, literally had no. 17 <laughs> different you can save your favorite singer tonight on yeah. team gwen uh, it's, it's, they've had 17 of those already. yeah but it keeps working yeah. and what about you guys i mean we've heard a little insight well, into that i I'll th- if I know that she doesn't want to see something, I'll threaten to go see it by myself. But she doesn't care. So you think she's she going to go, oh, oh, no, don't, I don't, don't go without okay, me. Okay, fine, we'll go see it. Because I go to movies by myself because I don't care. I, I'll eat by myself. I'm confident. I don't care. I'll go sit anywhere in a, in a room by myself and do anything because I don't care. She, but, almost, she almost did this show was, by herself. <laughs> Even while we were all sitting here. Oh, come on. No, he's made me give up scary movies because he's a Freddy cat with everything, and he has nightmares. So I've I've always... Oh, little Andy gets scared. No, because I don't... I'm not... Like, I think it's... Sorry, fa- sorry, I Matt. I think it's super sexist you. whenever, whenever <laughs> guys say, "And I let her see her romantic comedy," because I hate romantic comedies. But I love scary movies, and Andy just hates them so i try to kind of throw one in every once in a while never happened yeah. how, how many years have we been together and i think friday the 13th <laughs> the last movie no we saw I've the woman we, we saw the the woman in oh, black, woman in black. And I, I have all i've heard is I, how terrible the person i am to make him see it traumatized how me. can how can harry potter scare the hell out of anybody Nothing happened and in anything that movie for like an hour in. yeah not until the, like the very yeah. end i was yeah. watching it going that. like oh my gosh is anything gonna happen but i love that making scare stuff that the and i always loved haunted houses too have I been to a haunted house since we got together? No. No. But I love things that scare the hell oh, out of me. Just go up to the fifth floor. It's haunted. Like, oh. Whoa. Oh. Whoa. Oh. All right. I got to go, guys. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what's in theaters right now. And I continue to maintain this may be one of the worst years in movies ever. Um, and 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 maybe everything's going to get better before we get to the end of the year because they've jammed them all in. But I, hope so. I, I, I maybe have... Four movies I've loved this year. Four. 
Okay. My top ten list is going to have four movies on it. Um, Exodus, Gods and Kings, uh, somehow is wow. actually uh, doing okay at the box office. And top five, which is the... I mean, look at that. That's Those are the major releases this weekend, right? Yeah, week before Christmas. Right. Exodus, Kings, and uh, Gods and Kings. And which, which, by the way, proves, proves that everyone in ancient Egypt and Israel had English accents. It proves. <laughs> it is historically accurate. They're actually getting in trouble for... for being racist the, the people who made well we touched on it last week when, J- when jason e kelly uh was here and, yeah. and and didn't well we dragged it out of him basically but he said you know around that time there's a lot more color in that in that right. part of the world than there is right. in this and it, some who was it that pointed out that actually christian bale of all the people in the movie who should be talking with a british accent because he has one right. sounds like he's from cleveland or something i mean it's really strange <laughs> He's, um, like, he's like, I'm about to part this friggin' Red Sea over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then the big Christmas release is right around the corner. We talked about these before. Uh, Andy Rota. Annie? Anything, Annie? No, well, yeah, I don't, okay. don't no. even go there with me. Right. I hate remakes <clears throat> of any, 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 any sort. Carol Burnett is Rota's favorite. Person. She's she's the reason I moved yeah. to L.A. and went into comedy. Like she's the, there is my, no Miss Hannigan my, after yeah. her. Oh, to have her yeah. replaced by Cameron Diaz from Charlie's Angels. Yeah, but that Annie is not very good. The the first Annie. Yeah, the original. Yes. I don't know. It's my childhood, so I can't. I, whenever yeah. anybody, well, I just don't like remakes. Like I don't think any anything should really be remade. I think if you did it good enough the first time, it's an insult to the actors in the first film. Whenever you're like, hey, listen, look what we can do it better. Watch, watch what's going to happen here. Well, <laughs> how, know, well, how about panic. sequels? Because uh, next week we also have uh, what is it, the ninth Hobbit movie in a row, um, yeah. uh, the Battle of the Five Armies, and also Night at the Museum, which is a franchise that just won't die apparently, no. although they're trying to kill it. <laughs> um, eh. Is this the third or the fourth? Is this the third? This is the third night. Is it the fourth? Is it the fourth? What? Not the third or fourth? Uh, I think it's the third. It's the third. I think. Right? Yeah. It's too. Because it was Robin Williams. It's too many. It was Ben Stiller, and now it's that um, the blonde girl from. Oh, it's uh, Rebel, uh, Rebel, Rebel. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, I'm tired mm-hmm. of her. I think already. so. I Robin know. Williams' last movie. I was tired yes, over the first one. That's difficult. It is, because I want to go see it's, it to it's support. It's difficult to see the commercial. last movie. Yeah. Yeah. They actually say that in the commercial, too. The, the series that refuses to die. <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> the heartwarming. Terrible marketing. And I, 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 think, I think I saw the second one, and it was, I mean, the first one was, it was funny. And it, was, it was fresh. It was a great idea. It was. I think I saw the second one, and it was already running out of steam. I mean, how many monkey jokes can you make? And was is that a challenge? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. This so, is the right place. But, but this is obviously that movie where the parents need to take the kids to see something that's going to keep them mm-hmm. occupied with all types of stuff going on the, the screen. And there's a little monkey, and it yeah. probably throws poo. And, and it's different because it's in England. Yes. Yeah. But it's yeah. a, still the interior in, of yeah. a building. I was going to say filmed in Culver. Yeah. It's, still, it's still a museum yeah. indoors. <laughs> You can put it on the moon, which would never happen. It has never happened. <laughs> hey, oh, oh my God. They can put it on the moon. That quick. You know somebody right now over at Sony's like, Night, night at the Museum, the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Night, in the, night in the moon. It takes place yeah, okay. in the future, <laughs> yes. and they built a museum on the... Okay, so the week after that, does anybody want to see the interview? 
No. Seth yeah. Rogen. I've heard so much James about it. Franco. I'm actually burned out on it already. I'm like, mm. eh. you know, I suspect that this whole Sony leak thing is a marketing tactic from Sony. <laughs> you are Mr. Conspiracy Boy today. I'm serious. Wait, it's possible. wait, wait till he's 80 years old. I'm gonna have to hear this crap for the rest of my life. Oh I've been my like, God. and then. Just because the things that are leaking are not really all that bad. They're saying things that people kind of already think. Like, yeah, Angel- like Angelina oh, Jolie is difficult. Yeah. Oh, like, wait. Uh, entertainment industry people are catty. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, people, yeah, people are mocking them for basically being human. I mean, th- th- yeah, their humor may be juvenile and some of this stuff, but if you were to look at your own email account, even at yeah. work, oh, or even, oh. I mean, aren't you. Right. And completely inappropriate, no matter yes. how much you think that somebody else might Plus, be doesn't saying Doesn't the that? head of Sony have the right to say, hey, Angelina Jolie is difficult to work with? Yeah. She is the head of Sony. Doesn't she have right. the right to say? Right. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do a movie with her. She's difficult to work with. Everybody's like, oh, she, you know, that's terrible of her to say. Yeah. Well, that is I mean, job. I think it's kind of funny to see who says something like, or was it Aaron Sorkin who said, you know, who's Michael Fassbender? He's a nobody. And it's like, oh, dude, whoa. <laughs> Michael Fassbender's definitely not a nobody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you get a chance to have him in a movie, would wouldn't you want Michael Fassbender in your movie? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So when you see stuff like that, that just begins to make you, you know, you just begin to realize. I mean, not that anybody thinks Aaron Sorkin is infallible mm-hmm. because he's quite fallible. There's stuff he's done that's, you know, I, the newsroom drives me bananas. Me I can't watch a second of that thing. Right. Yeah. And yet, the, the the Social Network, one of my favorite movies of the too. last 10 I years. Love that. Um, I, I, so I maintain, here's another comment. I think Aaron Sorkin should not ever do his own original material. He should just adapt somebody else's mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, because that to me is, is right his sweet spot. But boy, when he comes up with his, his pontification, uh, and, and then he reuses over and over, over again. And over, yeah. Right. He's always reusing his same lines. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, I mean, the two, the newsroom, which I guess you have to consider a success, it's it's wrapping up its third season, and then Studio sixty, yeah. uh, that terrible kind of backstage yeah. SNL type. I didn't, I didn't like that show, I uh, which I watched just because I, uh, I like that concept. I mean, I shot my own version of that, right. you know, TV pitch uh, <laughs> right before they greenlit it, hey. and um, and he d- the same thing happens. If you remember at the beginning of of that series, Judd Hirsch is this producer who has this kind of rant on camera that gets him in trouble and gets him fired. And that's, I mean, it's a different thing, but it's even the same dramatic structure. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's, he does repeat himself with that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, you have such an axe to grind with Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> I, I, well, I kind of do. I know. Did he break up with you in high no, school or he's, something? No, I'm, no, I am about to break up with somebody else that I have a, bo- a bone to pick with. But uh, I, I have a problem with Aaron Sorkin because I think he, he's brilliant and I want to like everything he does. And then he totally disappoints me and pisses me off. Because I couldn't yeah. get past two episodes of the newsroom without just right. wanting to flip a table over and go, shut up. Flip a table? That's yes. like Andy with the telemarketer. I, I, I almost pulled an Andy watching the second episode <laughs> yeah. of the newsroom. I love it. It's, it's, it's taken off. Okay, so, so here's who I'm breaking up with. Um, and I'm kind of stealing this from somebody's Rotten Tomatoes review that they wrote. But it, but it, I feel the exact same way. I, I want to send a, a little shout out to Paul Thomas Anderson. Hey, man, oh, it's, no. been, it's been great, dude. I was just going to say that. I was going to say, I feel the same way about Paul Thomas Anderson yes. as you do. <laughs> I, I have enjoyed your work. P.T. Anderson. We, uh, uh, guys, be, uh, Boogie Nights, sure. Magnolia, I know Punch Drunk is. Love. Yes. No, I'm telling the, the guys out and there. And I loved, I loved all those films you named. Yeah. But now he's going off the rails. But with each one, I would because even with Boogie Nights, as much as I 
that, to me, that's one of the most watchable movies in a long while. It's just visually stylish and so many great people in it. And they're in these set pieces. I still think about the songs they're trying to create in the studio. Hilarious. Right. Yeah. Uh, 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, uh, acting in that. Right. That character is yeah. so unique and, yeah. and bizarre. Uh, Burt Reynolds, a revelation, you know, totally, you know, he didn't take advantage of it, but it could yeah. have been, right. you know, re mm-hmm. rebirthed his career. I, I, but I recognize why I have a problem with almost all of those movies, and that is becoming more and more apparent every time he makes one. Like, There Will Be Blood, which people have this great affection for, and I, it left me cold. I, I realize... I don't care about any of the people in any of his movies. I don't care about them. Yeah. And even going back to Boogie Nights, the, my biggest problem was was Wahlberg's character. And I and and when people would respond to me when I'd say he's a zero, he's a he's a there's nothing going on there, and they'd go exactly. That's the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why that whole thing at the end where he's I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a star, and and everything that it's all about is penis. You know that mm-hmm. that scene yeah. with his penis hanging out and everything, um, which is. You know, visually and, and stylistically, and one of my favorite ELO songs over, I mean, it was kind of this crazy, great way to, one of the greatest visual endings to any movie ever. It's a to big me. ending. Yeah. But I, I thought the, you were going to say, visually and stylistically, his penis. And that is <laughs> yes. great. It was fantastic. Really, but the penis had acted about as well as Wahlberg oh. in the movie. No. But I can, I can find that movie watchable, but I get nothing from it. I get no. Mm-hmm emotional connection to it at all. And I've had less and less. There Will Be Blood left me totally cold. So I saw a screening last week of Inherent Vice. Oh, no. And Don't tell me this. I had such freaking high hopes for, for it from the the source material, the Thomas Pynchon novel, and the, and the, and the trailer kind of has this funky, it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to get back to that multiple characters thing and the interwoven mm-hmm. stories and stuff. And there are people who saw it because I was at a junket, so there are those, you know, pretentious reviewer types who are like, oh, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it mm-hmm. was... A, and, and there were a handful of us on the other side of the room going, what the fuck was that? Oh, it was... No. And by the way, Rhoda, it's two hours and 39 minutes. Oh, well, um, to hell with that. I'll just take your word for it. You're killing <laughs> me. I want to see it. She's, now she's never going to see well, it. Well, no, that's... He always tells me that. He's like, no, but it's a P.G. Anderson film. And he knows I... Boogie Nights, man, I think it's all right. Uh, Magnolia, we love, and we have the poster in our home. It's one of our favorite movies. Magnolia. And, um, you know, Punk, Punch Drunk Love, too. Love it. But yeah, the same. That's that's his selling point. But I'm like, no. But ever since those films, I haven't really liked his films. So you can't sell me on Magnolia anymore because I he might have had a stroke. Something happened to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something's he's different just, in his work now than it was back then. Well, yeah. it, all, it, it all depends on who he's biting. Who's like in, in Boogie Nights? He's kind of doing the Scorsese thing. In Magnolia, he's doing an Altman thing. In uh, well, I think he's always it, had the Altman, Altman thing a little bit. Mm-hmm. But but. Stylistically, there was cinematically. I felt like he was doing something interesting. I mean, Boogie Nights to me was like, I will watch this guy's stuff because the potential for what he may might be able to do mm-hmm. is immeasurable. And then Magnolia, which he even is, has said he considers probably his masterpiece. Like it's the it's probably the only movie he's made that he thinks is as close to what he wanted to make. Right. And and it's 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 bizarre, but it's mm-hmm. it is definitely artistically a real. I mean, it's a re- oh, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a great piece you of work. Can, you, we've seen it like ten times, and every time oh. you discover something. So if he had different but, in it, you but know? then suddenly it's like all those kind of cinematic, you know, elements that made 
things watchable started to be peeled away. Mm-hmm. Punch Drunk Love is a more traditionally told yeah. kind of offbeat love story. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. And There Will Be Blood, while it looked, you know, lovely. And Daniel Day-Lewis, you can't argue with the fact that he did an amazing performance there. But I, I just walked away. I yeah, just, the and the master there, just, yeah, la- la- master, other than yeah. maybe two sequences that I thought yeah. were great to watch, again, from the acting standpoint, I just... And so this one, here's the thing. It, it, it's it's this kind of modern, not, not modern, it's this 70s era noir. Obviously, the novel was meant to be kind of this throwback to a Raymond Chandler style private eye thing, but with this, this sensibility of the 70s and drugs and hippies and, and it's real quirky and, and hallucinogenic. Um, and here's the really funny thing. I did the junket, and once the junket was done, I did interviews with Josh Brolin, who, by the way, is probably the most watchable thing out of the whole movie. He plays mm-hmm. this character that's that's gr- and, he, and he's great. Um, and he gave me a great interview, so I'm really high <laughs> on him. Um, and there's a, there's some decent acting in it uh, all around. It, it's got a cast. When you look at the cast, Martin Short has this little role that is very short, <laughs> um, and he wears a purple, you know, velvet suit, which is phenomenal, <laughs> and on its own. Um, but other, again, other than those individual pieces, so they, I finished the junket, and you go and pick up your digital cards uh, from all the interviews and stuff, and uh, they hand me a copy of the book, the in wow. paperback, as if to say. Um, here's the source material so you can figure out what the hell you just <laughs> yeah. saw. Yeah. Notes. Oh. Because it's convoluted, it's, it's, it's very complicated plot-wise. There is a so, so-called mystery involved. It's, it's a detective story of sorts. But it's these long stretches of dialogue that feel like they're lifted straight out of the book. This odd narration from some female character that you're not sure really exists or not because she's there and then she's not there um and Joaquin Phoenix is also there and not there most of the time and I know he's supposed to be a stoner and it's just oh it's it yeah it, uh. yeah so there's my I think, he's got, I, think he, I, I think P.T. Anderson's gotten too he's gotten too lost in trying to be the weird auteur director and he's so talented I think we actually need directors like him but I would love to see him graduate into more more diverse movies like what the Coen brothers do. The Coen brothers can mm-hmm. do There Will Be Blood yep. in their way, which was No Country for Old Men, mm-hmm. and then do Inside Llewellyn Davis, and then yeah. do something wacky like Raising Arizona. P.T. Anderson yep. could do that. He is that talented. Yeah. He could he could go in more of that direction, and I hope maybe now that he's got The Master and this new movie out of his system, maybe he'll start to go in yeah, some, some new direction. Yeah, I'm telling you, his brain might be broken. No, at some point something you gotta might make... Have happened I'm, I'm with Rhoda. I he think, might have gotten hit by a car. I think he might be one <laughs> of those guys who I think he might just be one of those guys who blew it all in his first couple of movies and well, just doesn't know how to get back at some point you yeah. gotta make a movie for hey, them Orson Wells yeah well, no. exactly no. Well, there's a lot of those yeah I mean, don't, it, I'm saying at some point you have to make a movie for the audience and not you not know just for it, you yeah. isn't it like like Scorsese does that he makes Hugo and then he makes a uh, you know, I don't know what was for him. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, Coen Brothers. Coen <laughs> well, Brothers, I think the Coen, Coen Brothers, Coen Brothers do, are a perfect can example. Can do No Country for Old Men, which was a pretty, you know, big indie film for them. And then they go do their little Inside Llewellyn Davis, which nobody saw, which is a great movie, by the way. I loved yeah. it. And they'll do a silly comedy yeah, like, you know, yeah. Raising Arizona to, you know, even the ones that don't do that well, like uh, Burn After Reading. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've watched I like that, that twice. That. Hudsuck, yeah, Hudsucker like Proxy. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm... I don't know. I don't get it. I want him to be. I want him to be that guy. Yeah. I want him to, to maybe if it was again, it was somebody hand. Oh, 
<laughs> Orson, you said Orson Welles. Uh, somewhere in the middle there would be M. Night Shyamalan. I mean, mm. there's, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, talk yeah. about a debut that kicks everybody's ass. Yeah, and he's pro- dead pro- career. But he's trying to do. Progressively, movie by movie, yeah. just falling off the. Yeah, but the, he, he's trying to do the thing where, where he's trying to do mass movies now. You know what I mean? Like he—he's—he went to like he stuck with what he thought was working for a while, right. and then he totally flipped it and did the what was the one with the the, the kid, the the the, oh, the one the, the, yeah the, like, based on the video light, game the, lightning, oh, the airbender the, the airbender yeah last airbender. yeah he did Isn't that, that based like, on a video game yeah but yeah. he thought that that it's like a it's like a uh, like a Japanese yeah, he anime. thought that was gonna be a big hit yeah he thought that this is gonna be now I'm gonna do one for the masses. No one saw it. Yeah, and then, he went, he, then he did one with Will Smith and his kid. Like, this is going to be for the masses. See, I can do this movie. Nobody saw it. Was but it's like, it yeah. put, like Andy with P.T. Anderson, it's like he's his mom and he just wants him to succeed. So Andy's like, no, really. Let's go give him another try. Yeah. Look, look at this movie. And then they just keep getting worse. And I'm like, you can't pull that card anymore. So... I'm sure he'll make me see this film, and then it's going to be bad, Look, and he's going to owe me crab, are, crab are... cakes and wine after. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so like, you just, yeah, I just I won crab cakes. Crab cakes and wine. Hey, you <laughs> know what? I'll go fun. see it a second time if, yeah, exactly. if, yeah. there's the, if that deal's you on the table. You don't understand how fat I've gotten yeah, exactly. over Andy's poor choices yeah. with that's Netflix actually, and yeah. films. That's actually and the name of P.T. Anderson's next movie, Crab Cakes crab and cakes Wine. Crab Cakes and Wine. I would go see it. Sounds like a hit already. Actually, I think that was a Simon and Garfunkel song. Are you having some crab cakes and wine? <laughs> Cocktail sauce and horseradish. Okay. Um, Served in a glass. Thing. I'm hungry now. Anyway, so that's uh, my major disappointment from the last couple of weeks. Uh, uh, I have a big rant. Oh, good. That I'm upset about oh, thank in movies. God. Let's get off. This I know. Topic. I mean, let's get off of the rants. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this. I, I I read this week that you know the new thing in Hollywood. Mark my words, in several years, this is going to be a nightmare. The new hybrid movies. You know, the next Men in Black is going to be a hybrid of the 21 Jump Street cast yeah. with the Men in Black cast. And I have yeah. a big, yeah. The wait, 20, wait, whoa, whoa, hold on. Sony, Let me wrap my head around that yeah. for a second. Crossovers, you mean? Yeah, like crossover movies. So the Sony. So do we have a precedent for that? No, I mean, is this I don't just something so. they're coming well, out? Oh, well, no, the, what the Simpsons did a. Uh, what, what was that crossover? Family Guy. For TV. It was terrible. We do not talk about that. That was, that was, now, a, that was we, a travesty. But, but, now that, but now that Avengers happened, and in the, now that Justice League is going to happen, inherently studios are now being like, well, how do we combine our franchises? Oh, so you know what? Alien Predator. That's yeah, exactly. one of the big ones, yeah. and that seemed yeah. to work. But if you start taking like things like 21 Jump Street cast, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill are going to be in the next Men in Black with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. They already announced it. Oh. And I'm worried. What? Yeah, what they had Sony announced it. Are you, it are you sure that's not Look one of those on funky, no. that, that's one of the emails that got leaked that <laughs> no, somebody got fired based on that uh, idea? Right Look it up. Men in Black. This will take me a little bit. That just makes me, I'm, I'm, you know what, I feel like I'm, I'm going to go Andy on you guys right now. But that just worries me about like, because you know, if it does well, everything is going to be a crossover. You're going to have every franchise. You how know, do they crossing. mash up everything? How do, how do you mash up everything now? Men in Black 4. Keep talking. Yes. You you keep talking or me keep no, talking? No, you keep oh, talking. No, you've got his hand no, but, like, that's but, you, but you chimed in, Rob. Yeah. No, I was going to say, no, that's a terrible headline. I know. Wow. We're hanging on every word. Yeah, that's just the headline. <laughs> Men in Black 4. Keep talking. Men in Black 4. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Men in Black 4 plot summary. I don't know if this is real or not. K and J head off to a distant planet with help of a special MIB secure space rocket to negotiate with a group of That's space terrorists. What, what article? What, what? I'm on IMDb. Oh. No, this says, well, this says nothing about 
21. No, but Jump I'm telling Street. you, that's going to be, I mean, this is, you know, Spielberg did a speech a couple years ago. I think it was even at USC, Larry, where he talked about tentpole movies. And if studios only aim for big tentpole movie, movies, this is what you're going to start to get. You're going to start to get big releases that kill everything else. And you're going to get, you know, crossover things. And to me, yeah, look at it. You have it up there, don't you, Larry? Yeah, here it is. Sony Pictures has surprising plans for its Jump Street and Men in Black franchises, mm. combining them. Yep. But okay, well, hold on though. It says emails from the studio's motion picture chief Amy Pascal leaked onto the internet this week by hackers revealed that a follow-up. Oh, it's a conspiracy then. Uh, <laughs> interacting with the doing. Okay, so I don't know. Can we buy that or is no, that? No, my rant is I worry about it, so I hope it doesn't happen. All right, there you go. Since I said it's not going to happen, everybody's going to listen to it. That's all part of a marketing ploy for the interview, by the way. That that whole idea. <laughs> the whole thing. You know, everything goes back to the, interview. To see the interview. You click the on interview that article and the, and the Sony yes. leaks. So how how are they going to mash up Schindler? list with Dumb and Dumber 2 is what I'd like <laughs> oh, to no. see. How, okay, so They're just going to colorize it. So who's, exactly. gonna, who's yes. out there pitching the movie about the emails that leak from a major motion picture studio that suddenly the studio has to scramble to, to, to deal with it? It's, it's, Sony. Sony should just do their own. But it's going to be like a romantic comedy and like Ashton Kutcher is going to be the boyfriend of the girl who got in trouble because she leaked the emails. It's like, like a camera Diaz, the head of the studio. It. <laughs> it suddenly I flashed on that. What was the really bad movie the, about the the guys like Day Planner? A little, was it Jim Belushi in some movie about the, the little black book? From somebody that had like all these important numbers in it. Oh my God! I, I know this Early is really. 90s, you sir. referenced a Jim Belushi really? movie. I did. Wow. Yes. I am gonna look this up oh, right wow. now. What was Jim it Belushi. called? Mr. Wonderful or Oh yes. see, yes. see? Yes. That oh, is it. Philo Facts or all right. Mr. Wonderful. We may have to end on this because we're we're coming up on an hour, and to have to well, end on a Jim Belushi song. movie. <laughs> Let's actually talk about all the Jim Belushi movies that we love. There's a guy that we have brought up in a. That's one of the first pictures that came up. Uh, wow. All right, so we're, we need to go back to '90s, right? <laughs> Remember when Jim Belushi was a thing? Oh, um, yeah. Like well, according to Jim, he still is. Mighty Ducks TV series. You know, I hear Paul Thomas Anderson is going to have Jim Belushi in his next movie. He's that, just making so many terrible choices. <laughs> No, there's, there's. The, remember a couple of weeks ago we said who's the next Quentin Tarantino, give them a comeback career. Oh, yeah, there you uh, go. Jim, Jim Belushi, did, that's did the next guy. That, right, All right, right. so uh, Jim Belushi and tra- uh, remember in Trading Places, he's wearing the uh, gorilla suit. He actually, it's the last funny line that Jim Belushi ever said on film, oh. which was. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was now. Um, Saturday Night Live. Can't believe he was actually on SNL. Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Who's Harry Crumb? Nope. He was Man on Bus. Okay. K nine. <laughs> Man on Bus. <laughs> Homer. Homer and Eddie. Mister Destiny. That was it. Oh, Destiny. That was All it. Right. I think. All right. Let me look at the. Uh, oh, and we can't forget Curly Sue. That comes up later. Oh wow. Unhappy Larry Burroughs sees what his life could have been like had he made that winning home run as a teenager. Nope. That's. Yeah. Not yeah. the one we're talking about. No. Mm. No. There was something, though, with Rolodex. There, there was, a, there was right. a Little Black Book movie, but that was like, that's wasn't it Brittany, Brittany Murphy, Murphy and someone? But I never no, saw that. That wasn't that's Jim not Belushi. not what I'm thinking of. No, there was something with Jim Belushi and Rolodex cards. He finds a Rolodex. Yes. Uh, it what wasn't, if it, what it was, if it was called Rolodex? It, it, <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't blank check. That was with the little Maybe kid from Google Family Jim Ties. Maybe if you Google Jim Belushi Rolodex movie. All the kids at home are going, what up. the hell is well, a Rolodex? Well, well, Larry they don't even get it. It's like, <laughs> did you guys see the thing about Scott Stapp today from yeah, Creed? Yeah, he's, he's gone, man. What? What? He's what? Meth, did he's, and he smacks. Woo! Yeah, he, really? he's, I guess he's uh, he's been living in a Holiday Inn, which, yeah, right. Yeah, that's more expensive than living in an apartment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but he, but he's... Uh, <laughs> 
he I guess he's like losing it and he's like on drugs and stuff and he threatened to kill the president and he uh, oh boy and his his family called the police on him because and he released this video on TMZ and he's just ranting about how but it's one it's just a silent rant it's an Andy Harris rant <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right. but he, but he but in between every single sentence he goes like this. So he's like, so he's like, the the the, the CIA is watching me, and uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm not on drugs. It's the meth dry yeah, mouth. That, on, meth dry mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Is meth dry mouth a thing? No, well, but it should be. Disappear. That's my. I mean, no, oh, but okay. they're but they're playing Coachella next year. Yeah, they so. are. <laughs> meth dry mouth. Meth dry mouth. Love that. Uh, it's actually backstage. kind of sad, but it's just weird that that happened today. All right. Well, we'll wrap up with the uh, the the. Uh, with the description of Taking Care of Business, starring Jim Belushi. Is that it? Yes. Taking an, care of business. An uptight advertising exec has his entire life in a Filofax organizer, <laughs> which <laughs> is what which is what we all did Filofax. back in 1990, <laughs> uh, which mistakenly ends up in the hands of a friendly convict who poses as him. Who plays the friendly convict? Uh, Jim Belushi. Oh, who plays the, the, uh, the, 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 the successful convict? Guy. Charles Grodin. Grodin thank yep. you. Mm-hmm. The film wow. also stars Veronica Hammer, Hamill, <laughs> Hector Elizondo, yes. Mako, Dream Team, um, yes. and no one else. And it was directed Veronica by Arthur Hamill. Hiller. Wow. Who okay. actually directed some pretty yeah, big he did. stuff? Little Big Man, right? Um, no, that's <laughs> Arthur Pym. Yeah, and then, and then oh, your, your right. son's gonna listen to the show and call and be like, Dad, what's a Rolodex? Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, what the hell? What the hell yeah. is a Philofax? Well, Philofax I don't is even that really remember that. Connects that. with Hollywood Boulevard, I think. See, so like, is that like a check, Dad? <laughs> no, that's Fairfax. I'm oh, sorry. I see. Wow. You know, just a minute ago, you mentioned blank check. Yes. And there's a screenwriting book. I don't remember which one it is. I don't know if it's Save the Cat or if it's just screenwriting some for other, dummi- dummies think, or something. Yeah. But the guy who wrote it is the guy who wrote Blank Check, mm. and so all throughout the book. He's ta- he's comparing everything to blank check. <laughs> like, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, one thing that I did in blank check was I made sure in the first act. I was oh, like, okay, great. blank the bi- check. The bigger question is, why did you buy the book after seeing blank check peppered through the thing? Like, he this re- is this guy's claim to fame? Because Andy really liked the kid on family. Well, listen, be- because with each page, I was like, surely he's going to get past the blank check thing <laughs> on the next page. This, this has to be the last time he'll mention blank check. Nope. Blank check. Exactly. Don't worry about referencing great scripts like Chinatown or anything. Yeah. Reference blank check. Blank, blank check. check. People who also like blank check will love Sinbad in First Kid. Oh. I think, that he, I think that he wrote First Kid, too. Oh, no. I think so. Because, and, and he finds a way to weave blank check in everything. He's like, you know, or maybe your protagonist wants to uh, try to make all their dreams come true. Maybe they have some sort of a check that <laughs> is blank that you can, I don't know. He writes, I don't know, and he stammers in the book. Oh, wow. Did he also write House Guest? Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> that was Phil Hartman and Sinbad, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Boy, remember when Sinbad had a little flurry of uh, leading comedies? Yeah, and... I saw him at a New Orleans airport once and didn't want to go take a picture. <laughs> That's when I realized that... I didn't think it was that important because, like, I was flying back to my mom's house and I was like, Sinbad. No. Okay. That's just Sinbad. But you want to know something? I bet you right now Sinbad is performing somewhere in an Indian casino to a sold-out crowd and pulling down about 75 Gs. And we're sitting here on, uh, you know, no offense, Larry, but we're sitting here here in the snark tank. But, 
you know, but it, it may, you know, he's probably still working and pulling in a lot of coin. All yeah. right. God bless and him. People are like, he's he just, just he as, like yeah. Jimmy just Walker. Picture worthy. Like I, I bet you Jimmy <laughs> Walker right now is 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 making a mint somewhere in in Laughlin. I well, after we bring up Sinbad and Jim Belushi and. Who'd you just say? Jimmy Walker. Jimmy, Jimmy, Walker. Wal- Jimmy <laughs> JJ Dynamite Walker. Yes. Yeah. They're all they're all gonna have big comebacks now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because they were right here on the Snark Monkey. That's mm-hmm. right. Let's go around the room. Favorite holiday song of Ooh, all time. What's the top? This. Kabang. I love those kind of mournful songs Kabang. like uh I've never Kabang. heard of yeah. Kabang. Yeah. No, no, no. Kabang. I love those kind of mournful songs like, you know, Judy Garland's like uh, you know, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Oh. But I defy you not to be happy if you listen to Willie Nelson's Frosty the Snowman. Oh, wow. Interesting. Oh, Matt Johnson, God. where can they find you? Boom. Come see me at my show next week. <laughs> What's with Boom. the sound effects? You told me to do sound effects earlier. That was so just I'm... for that one bit. Oh, okay. That was Sorry. like 45, was... 50 <laughs> minutes ago. Okay. Sorry, I'm still doing it. Um, come see me at my show next Wednesday. I'll buy you a cocktail out at the Hollywood Improv. Find me at facebook.com slash itwasstorytelling. That's the show. All right. Uh, Andy Harris, favorite well, holiday song all time. Turn up five just a little bit. Five. I'm going to tell you right now. Do you need sound effects? I know for a fact that this is Rhoda's favorite song, favorite Christmas song. Do we have hence, the rights to play this? Hence I d- yours. I don't know why. Am I not supposed to do it? No, go ahead. Let's, okay. We'll find out. It might Here be we, public domain. Here we go. Oh, come on. Isn't it? She's about Whoa. to start crying. I don't, I'm not going to cry. I still don't know what this is yet. Wow, get the crab cakes. Why now? Hold on. It's got a long intro. Talk yeah. up the post. Play. I only listen to this while I'm drinking wine. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we've got a blood drive coming up at 7.15. Okay. We're going to hear traffic Is the vocal coming the... here? They light the gingerbread candle. Maybe I'll die. Oh, boy. Dolly. Little Dolly. Yeah. Yes. Hard Candy Christmas? It's hard Candy Christmas yeah, hard is candy my favorite. Look at her. She's getting, her world. eyes are getting all misty. I love it so much. Oh. And it's so sad. She's just talking about just moving the hell away, getting drunk, dyeing her hair, getting fat, getting skinny, something. And I don't know why it brings so much happiness. <laughs> I love it so much. She has enormous breasts. I know she does. <laughs> Maybe that's why I get so giddy with enthusiasm. <laughs> but of all of the Christmas songs to yeah. like, it's the least cheery. Yeah. I know, but I love it. it I like the melancholy. Like Matt was saying, the, that yeah. Judy Garland, Have Yourself a Merry Little oh, Christmas, yeah. is the yeah. least merry song I've ever heard. It makes you want to just get cozy exactly. and drink hot Coco and be glad you have love in your life. Makes me want to pop diet pills and do another take of uh, something in Easter Parade. So, Mr. Cheery Andy Harris, what's your favorite uh, holiday song? Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. Uh, I think because you have such evil and darkness in your heart. Well, Christmas Uh, is a conspiracy. Andy knows. Yeah, Mr. Grinch. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like uh, the the John Lennon and uh, Yoko song. Have the war is over. Christmas, Yoko. Mer- oh, Merry Christmas, Laura's over. No, I'm just, just doing the intro. You know how they're like, Merry Christmas, Yoko. Merry Christmas. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. At the very end. You Heart- like uh, Heart- Rockin' Heart- Around the Christmas Tree. Yeah, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree is good. All yeah, because right. right. oh, the only reason I know is um, he, he does the put it louder when it comes on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Cause it, rare. Because it, it reminds me of uh, the semen. The, 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 Sorry? The, oh, my God. The scene. Wow. The, the Freudian scene? The scene in. Wow. The scene. Reminds me of Christmas semen. Anyway, it reminds me of when Santa would... The semen? No. Um, it reminds me of uh, the scene in Home Alone. Yeah. And he loves Home Alone. When, uh, with, with the Michael Jordan cutout on the yeah. train. Yeah. Well, Re- all Christmas right. Tree. Remind people where they can find you. TheComedyCouple.com. Mm-hmm. And on uh, Twitter individually? On, well, no, yeah, no. Just no. Us. Nobody cares. Right. It's just us. I mean, it's the Comedy Couple anything. You Google comedy, the Comedy Couple, and videos and... Everything we, we have it trademarked up. is the point. We do. Right. And new podcasts up on iHeartRadio 
If you search but date usually wise. usually every Monday we All have right. one up. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Rob Iceman Eisenberg. Uh, even as a heathen Jew, I can uh, I can appreciate <laughs> Christmas songs. Uh, Christmas wrapping. Well, I did, you uh, you did notice. Asked. You did notice. <laughs> I said holiday song. Yes. Uh, Christmas wrapping by the waitresses always been a favorite of mine. Love that. And, and uh, just for the sheer kitschiness of it, the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. I just. I love the horn arrangements. It's just so... Any of those Andy ones are great. It makes you want to dance. And I've also parodied that song a million times. It's a perfect... It's just a perfect holiday song. It's. I like that song. It really makes me happy. Well, you took mine. Thanks. Oh, really? I'm sorry. Podcaster. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, that's fine. What about Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney? No, hate that one. I know Larry's. What? I know. I know yours. You know, Larry and I share a fondness for the movie White Christmas... Uh, and you know the song that you and your family <laughs> sing at every holiday. You know it. You've been invited to Larry's holiday parties? I Le- haven't. No, no, not a party. Larry and I have actually sat side by side and watched White Christmas with tears in our eyes. Yes, this is actually the openness of Hollywood. A great Hollywood experience <laughs> yes. that you can, uh, it was uh, an Academy screening outdoors mm-hmm. in the harsh Los Angeles winter <laughs> yes. a couple of Decembers ago. Big screen. Um, and as the sh- the movie is ending, if you've seen White Christmas with Danny Kaye and and uh, Bing Crosby, Bing Crosby, mm-hmm. and uh, that the long-awaited snow finally starts to fall in Vermont and saves the 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 resort yeah. and everything, and they start shooting snow cannons on either side of you mm-hmm. as that scene yeah. is happening, and, and only in Hollywood moment, filtering down in front of you. But which song? You know, it's the snow, 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 snow. <laughs> Yep, there it is. I want to wash my face, my hands, my something in snow. snow. Whatever. Why wouldn't you like White Christmas? It's the name of the movie. That's tired. (laughs) Written by a Jew. (laughs) We're more artists. You know, when we we went to Rob uh, and he said, even as a heathen Jew, I thought... It, he was going to tell where people could find him. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so I was like, even at heathenjew.com? Yeah, wow. <laughs> it's on Twitter as the heathen Jew. Where can people find you, Rob? Uh, once in a while at Iceman Tweeteth on, on the Twitter, and I'm on Facebook. And I will be with Matt on stage at the Improv on Melrose, December 17th, 8 p.m. And I believe I will also be attempting a comedy song yes, that will. night. All right. And so to wrap up, then, I think we should all uh, simultaneously sing our favorite Christmas songs of all time. On cue. One, two, three. It's snow, the most wonderful time of the Hanukkah. Happy holidays, Any, Anything but the one with Yoko Ono. <laughs> Get a monkey. Get a monkey! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.